Welcome to the Neophotonics Podcast. I'm John Houghton, and this is a program where we talk about insights and best practices for optical communications, lasers, and their applications. Today, we're joined by Winston Way to talk about line width as a critical parameter for coherent communication systems. How are you doing today, Winston? I'm great, thank you. So tell us, why is line width a critical parameter for lasers in coherent systems? Yeah, so actually, it's, it's uh, probably better to start off with well, what is the laser line width, right? So laser line width is the uh, finite uh, spectral width related to phase fluctuations in an emitted laser light. Um, the lower the line width implies a purer laser frequency. So if a laser's uh, phase noise is zero, then it has a single pure frequency in the spectrum domain, which is uh, just like a line in, in the frequency domain. So uh, when, it's, uh, when the laser phase noise is not zero, the spectral line is broadened and there is a finite uh, width associated with that spectrum. So that's what we call a spectral line width uh, of the laser. So how that would look on a chart, and I actually have the, the convenience of having the, the diagram in front of me, is that it's a very, uh, it's a wave, but it's very tall and narrow. And it reminds me of the movie Interstellar, where they had these thousand foot waves, a sci-fi fantasy, these very, very tall waves that were very thin. And so the line width is actually how thick or thin that wave is. And so it's better to have almost like a pencil-like pure signal frequency. Is, is, that, is that correct? Yeah, you can uh, say that way. Basically, when the laser frequency is very pure, you see a single line in the spectrum. And then when there's a phase noise, what happens is like this this, uh, this single line starts to fluctuate a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right in a spectral domain. But then the probability of of this laser drifting to the right or left is pretty low. Therefore, you will see a tail uh, on both sides of this pure line. And, and then when you draw a diagram with uh, two sides having tails in the spectral domain, then it gives you this uh, line width in the middle. Uh, so it's essentially like a probab- probability distribution of the laser frequency uh, around its center, uh, center frequency. So, so a thick wave would be bad, and that would show uh, a lot of that means fluctuation. It drifts, yeah, it drifts yeah. a lot. Yeah, and so a very thin wave would be great, and even to the point where it's just one pencil thin line that goes up for forever. That's right. Yeah, the thinner okay. the better. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's why we say the, the the narrower the line width, the better is a laser mm. for a coherent communication wow. systems. Yeah. Now I know what line width is. It's the thickness of that wave, and you want it to be super thin. Yeah, and then the physics for that is uh, why the laser, you know, will drift a little bit to the right and a little bit to the left around its center frequency is because there's some noise, and that noise we call call it the spontaneous emission noise. Uh, this, you know, this related. This is related to some uh, some uh, semiconductor physics. Uh, you know, so the laser light emission uh, usually is composed of uh, two parts. One is called a stimulate, sm- stimulated emission, and the other is spontaneous emission. Uh, stimulated emission occurs when 
a passing photon triggers the recombination of an electron and a hole in a semiconductor at different energy levels, and therefore the emission of a second photon having the same frequency, phase, and direction. So that's called stimulated emission. Um, in other words, the direction and phase are copied from the passing photon when stimulated emission takes place. And it is the most important phenomenon for creating a highly directional and coherent light source. Mm-hmm. And so that, so as far as the physics of this, and it kind of goes back to, you know, if you're functional, you need a reminder of the def- definition of a laser from time to time. And so like a stimulated emission, that would be could almost be like a tungsten bulb going with a, a broadband light. But what is the definition of a laser? Yeah, so, so laser actually, uh, the first letter L stands for light. Uh, second letter A stands for amplification. And the third letter S stands for stimulated. And the fourth letter E stands for emission. And the, the last letter R stands for radiation. So laser stands for light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. So stimulated emission is, is the main uh, physics behind a, la- a lasing uh, phenomenon. And so what makes it all go in one direction? Because like if I have a laser pointer and I'm shooting yeah. across a, a, a yeah. football field, if, it's, if, it, if the line width is narrower, will it tend to go more in one direction and not diverge? Yes. So it's a co- the laser stimulated emission is so coherent. It's coherent in terms of a direction, in terms of a phase, and also in terms of a frequency. So it, it's all in one direction, in one frequency. And, but then the phase uh, cannot be so clean because of the second phenomenon called spontaneous emission. And spontaneous emission uh, takes place without interaction with other photon, photons. And, and the direction and phase are random. And while this spontaneous emission is the main contributor to the laser line width, um, so, so it's because of this uh, uh, second phenomenon called spontaneous emission uh, that is generating a small number of photons of random phase, and they are continu- continuously added to the pure laser frequency. So that uh, caused the, uh, uh, the laser spectral width to be broadened. Say we're working in the visible light spectrum and you have a narrow line with green laser, but then you begin to increase the line width towards blue and red. And at some point, does it cease to become a laser and it becomes white light? Yeah, a white light is composed of a lot of frequencies. So the uh, coherent nature of the light is what makes it one color and it's what makes it go one direction and in one speed? Uh, that's true. They, they are not coherent in, in terms of a, both frequency and direction, yeah. Um, and then in coherent systems, uh, optical coherent detection is achieved by adding a receiver side laser. Sometimes we call them a local oscillator. That can, it's like in the radio frequency, also have a local oscillator. Uh, so the receiver side laser, which serves as a uh, local oscillator, can maintain a fixed phase relationship with the transmitter side laser so as to extract the optical phase information 
uh, encoded at a transmitter site. So naturally, laser frequency pureness or equivalently uh, low phase noise is very important for coherent communication systems. So Winston, uh, where can one of these narrow line with lasers be used that uh, others wouldn't do well? And what are some of the benefits there? Yeah, uh, I think there are two applications uh, that a narrow line with laser uh, can be used the best. Uh, one is uh, a long haul system. Uh, doesn't really matter too much about a baud rate uh, because long haul system will require a narrow line with laser. The second application is uh, a short distance for example, um, between data centers, um, the distance is short, but however, you try to uh, pack more information to the laser uh, by using a higher order modulation, then uh, in this case, even though it's short, uh, you still need a narrow line with laser because these symbol to symbol distance in terms of uh, in terms of a uh, degree is too too close to each other. So you do need a uh, very clean laser, uh, even for short distance under high order modulation. That sounds good, Winston. Thank you very much for telling us about that. And we hope you join us again on the Neophotonics podcast. 